morning, everyone. When you travel in Asia, whether it's China, Korea, or Japan, you can see this character a lot on the table or on the blanket, on the silverware, etc. Do you know what this means? It's called the bok. It means uh, blessings or merit. For example, one is born in a very good health. One happened to meet a very good parent, or one happened to marry very rich spouse, etc. In this world, uh, we call that he or she is uh, lucky, but in Buddhism, it is called the blessing or merit. So the kind of uh, blessings or merit that I just mentioned is, uh, like we usually call that uh, earthly blessing. For example, meeting very good teacher, meeting Buddha, Dharma, good community, etc. Our third the Dharma master said it's a heavenly blessing. I think you are already blessed uh, person in that sense. People would like to live a very blessed life. They would like to receive lots of blessings and merits. And they say, God is the source of blessing. But what does that mean specifically when they say God is the source of blessing? God is a fair God. He exactly awards according to what we do or what we have done. In order to receive blessings, we have to create blessings. We have to make merit. Very simple. This world is operating on the yin and yang principle. When the yin and yang principle in the universe is applied to human affairs, the Buddha called that karmic principle of cause and effect. So, Pat, verse 1 and 3, would you read that? Yeah, from our scripture. The founding master said, the truth of the universe originally involves continuous circulation over and over again without either arising or ceasing, so that whatever comes, whatever goes, comes again, and whatever comes, goes again. And a giver becomes a receiver, and a receiver a giver. This is the constant way that never changes throughout all eternity. The founding master said, in accordance with the principle of circulation of the four seasons in heaven and earth, there is for the myriad things of a transition between birth, old age, sickness, and death. And in accordance with the law of the alternating predominance of yin and yang in the universe, there manifest among human beings the wholesome and unwholesome retributions and responses of cause and effect. 
Thus, winter is the time when yin flourishes. But because yang is contained within yin, yang gradually grows stronger until finally spring and summer appear. Summer is the time when yang flourishes. But because yin is contained within yang, yin gradually grows stronger until finally autumn and winter appear. In the same way, in human affairs, strengths and weaknesses are interrelated. And as one produces what is wholesome or unwholesome, there occur the karmic retributions of progression and regression and mutual life-giving and mutual harm. This is the fundamental principle of the retribution and response of cause and effect. Okay, thank you. When they say universal truth or ultimate reality, it has two aspects. For example, this is my body or six sense organs. Fist, five fingers. It's the same. We can view things from different perspective. So from the, the invisible aspect of the ultimate reality, the, the symbolized by this circle image, we usually call that ill one, it's identical with the God. But when it is manifested in nature, in the phenomenon, we usually call that four four grace, grace of uh, heaven and earth, grace of uh, parents, grace of uh, fellow beings, and the grace of uh, laws. So they are two aspects of uh, one reality. In Buddhism, when they say grace, it is not necessarily the same meaning of uh, grace uh, that they used in Christianity, the grace uh, that we receive uh, from God. In one Buddhism, the grace means uh, interdependent relationship between things. Without one, we cannot live. For example, without our parents, uh, with our fellow beings providing food, etc., how can I survive? In order to create blessings, we needed to pay back, require to pay back the grace of the fourfold grace. That is the source of all the blessings, the source of all the merits. In order to pay back the grace to the fourfold grace, for example, Today is a Mother's Day to pay back the grace to our mother or our parents. The important thing is we have to feel the grace or gratitude that we have received. At least we need to contemplate the contents of grace or gratitude that we received from our parents. For example, according to our scripture, the 
the gist of indebtedness to parents. The first item goes in this way. Thanks to our parents, we receive this body, which is the foundation of all human affairs and the universal principles. Five or six years ago, I went to the, uh, the Grand Canyon. I just joined some package tour. So when I dined with the tour guide, the tour guide told me what he experienced several months ago when he guided blind persons to Grand Kenya. Some charitable organization gave him a lot of money to guide the blind, blind people. So at first, he, he told us that uh, What's the point for blind people to go to the Grand Kenya? But he discovered that they really enjoyed the times. They also provide a special vehicle so that disabled person, blind person can easily get in and out of the vehicle. So they really enjoyed the, the not sightseeing the time the, around the Grand Canyon. When the tour guide had a dinner with them, one blind person told to his friends, for the blind person, one of the very difficult things is eating meals. So but the Korean diet, steamed rice soup, a couple of side dishes, they cannot eat things in separate way. So some helper always uh, provide the food uh, in, in some mixed way. Many times it's not delicious. Uh, it should go in separate way. So one person told to his friend, I wish I would like to have my eyes open just whenever I eat food. Then when another person next to him said, you are so greedy. I just would like to open my eyes just for one day. I would like to go to the high mountain and say, shout hooray, say Yahoo at the top of the mountain. That's my wish. Then when another person told to him, you are also very greedy. He had his newborn baby, his daughter, several weeks ago. He told that to his tour guide. I just would like to open my eyes for five minutes to see my daughter. So the tour guide told me, tour guide is low paid, very strenuous job, stressful job. So that kind of a thing really changed his life. He became grateful that he already have. My teacher told me, if, uh, if your liver is not working well, if you have somebody's liver transplanted in, in your body, you have to pay 
probably at least $50,000. If your kidney is failing, then in order to buy one kidney, apart from waiting for a very long time, you also have to pay $30,000-$40,000. The same goes to your eyeballs, or especially when you have a very good heart, so you have a, at least half a million dollars in your pocket. So my teacher told me, if you are not terribly sick, at least you have inherited from your parents several million dollars. <laughs> Even though your parents are very poor and did not leave any one single penny. So in Confucianism, filial piety, becoming a very good son and daughter, is the start point of all our ethical behavior, ethics, and morals. The second thing, with all bracing love and ignoring all kinds of trouble, they raise and protect us until we gain self-power. That's the second item of the grace or gratitude of our parents. There are lots of kinds or colors of love in this world, between husband and wife, between friends, etc. But when it comes to the absolute love, probably it is the love between children and the mother. In Korea dynasty, just like in many other countries, for a certain time of a period, it has become a customary practice when parents become very old, then they are allowed. Actually, the township or government encourages people, especially farmers, to discard their parents very deep in the mountain. They don't have enough food, or many of the older folks are sick, and they do not have the time. That practice was called Goryeo Jang. Jang means a barrier. One day, one young man, so he, he had no choice. It's the order of the governor to, he had to discover his 80 years old mother, the nearby mountain, so he held her on his back and walked into the mountain following the trail. But he discovered his very weak mother constantly broke the branches of the tree or flowers and threw that on the mountain trails. So he asked, to his mother, Mom, you are so weak, why do you bother to break all those uh, branches? The mother told, uh, I was, I'm a little worried because uh, deep inside the mountain, you may not 
discover the trail back to your home. If you see the broken branches on the trail, that's the trail that you used. So he was very moved and told the governor he could not leave his mother left in the mountain. So at least in that region, that customary practice was abandoned. It's a very old story, but it happens still now. I read an article several years ago. One woman, probably in the New York State, when a fire broke out and she jumped from the fifth-story apartment holding her baby. And, of course, she broke her back. She could not walk for the rest of her life. She became paralyzed. But in the hospital, when she heard her baby is fine, then the doctor told the people that she broke into smile. She forgot about it. She became paralyzed. So this is second item, with all embracing love and ignoring all kinds of trouble. The literal translation, 수고를 잊으시고, means forgetting about trouble, forgetting about trouble. However wicked a woman is, when she hears the doctor's word, this caesarean section operation is very risky to you. So you have to choose. You have to it is a you or your baby, just one person can survive. However wicked a woman is, they always say, please save my baby. I also read something in the book. It's written by some professor who studied in verbal capacity, the language uh, area. He's a specialist authority in that area. Sometimes uh, a baby is uh, abandoned in the forest and raised by some animal, like wolf. And they were discovered when in their mid-teens uh, by some village people and he act like an animal. So the best scholar who teach speech or some cognition ability, etc., he or she become the object of research. However excellent those teachers are, when they were discovered in their mid-teens, uh, that feral child can never speak uh, language well. He can barely communicate, but he cannot speak even fundamental sentence not well. So his a conclusion. Who is uh, the greatest teacher? 
in our life. He asked to the reader, "Who do you think is the greatest teacher in your life?" That professor's conclusion is the greatest teacher of your mother. He said, "In order to teach one simple word like mother, mom, we all forgot about that, but." At least the mother have to repeat at least five thousand times. Many things that we take it very granted. We are not supposed to steal things from other people, or when we cross the street, when the, there are lots of cars, we have to pay attention. Everybody knows that, but it is something that we learn. It is not something we spontaneously, naturally, came to know. That's what we learned from our parents. I heard that today is the the Shakyamuni Buddha's birthday. Do you know after Shakyamuni Buddha attained the Great Enlightenment, who is the the first person that Buddha? Gave a Dharma talk. According to the scripture, each scripture says a little differently. But according to one scripture, it says Shakyamuni Buddha's mother Maya, she died after one week after the birth of the Buddha because she lost too much blood. So, after Buddha attained the supreme enlightenment, in order to help his mother, in order to deliver a Dharma talk to his mother, he never saw his mother. So, Shakyamuni Buddha yielded his spirit and went to the Tosorchan heaven and gave the first Dharma talk. According to so, the Bible says. If you cannot respect your parents who are visible, how can you worship invisible God? Buddha said, "If you even very, with very small things, if you please your mother, your parents, it is just like the Buddha's offering, donating." Lots of retreat center, clothes, food, etc., to the enlightened masters. The merit is the same. In Korea, on the Mother's Day, lots of uh, we don't call the Mother's Day Parents' Day. Uh, lots of people wear red carnation on their chest. But what's the best way to be a very good sons and daughters to our parents? Our founding master said, "We should follow the essential ways of a practice and the essential ways of a human life. It means we need to be saints and the sages." Buddhas and the Bodhisattvas, 
it is the best and the fundamental way to pay back the grace or gratitude to our parents. Do you remember your parents' birthday? Your mother or some of you may, yeah, but do you know your great parents' birthday? Whether it's your grandmother or grandfather. Probably several people in the United States, but we all know the birthday of Jesus or Shakane Buddha's birthday because uh, they helped this world a lot in a very truthful and deep way. So the best, the best way to become a great children is uh, for us to become Buddhas and Bodhisattvas. That's the, our founding master said. But what about we are abused? We are not, we have not received a lot in our home. That happens a lot in Korea, in the United States, etc. But as I said, at least we received this body. We inherited several million dollars from our parents. Or, when something, some challenging, difficult things happen, whether it's from our parents or from other people, our scripture said, at least we should find some gratitude, discover some grace from them. Because from one perspective, it is the process we can purify, we can dissolve our karma. In our past, who knows, we did a lot of unwholesome things to other people. Who knows, we received that karmic retribution. Or, when something bad happens, it's not necessarily, it is because we did something wrong in the past. Always, the universe tests us for us to grow. The, our third head Dharma message, I translated uh, this one. The universe tests us in two ways, in two ways. One is the test of giving small challenges before providing big blessings. The other is giving people small blessings before it provides a greater disaster. I heard one story from my fellow minister. Ben was seriously abused, physically abused by his father, who was an alcoholic. So if he is in his mid teen 20s or 30s, he can leave his home and live independently, but he's just 17 years old, so he could not have any decent job and he lived 
in that. One day, he was uh, severely beaten by his father, and he discovered his father was completely drunken and fell on the kitchen. So he was so angry and he was tempted to kill his father. And he actually held the knife, the kitchen knife. But he thought to himself, he's still my father. He heard some inner voice like of that knife. So he forgave his father, but not truly forgi forgive, but he just uh, avoided that terrible situation. And uh, after that incident, something happened in his mind and heart. From time to time, he was beaten by his father, but he was not that much frustrated or angry toward his father. So when he became 20 years ago, he left his house. When he reached in his middle ages, when he was hypnotized, so hypnosis therapy, and he heard from that psychologist, he regressed to his past life. In the past life, with he and his father as many unwholesome karmic ties, giving and receiving, giving and receiving. So that night was the test of the universe. Because he could not revenge to his father, the karma stopped. And he became a very bright person, and things went very well after that incident. Do you know why in Christianity God is called the father? For example, my father, not my mother. God is a he. Do you know why? God's love is like the love of a father. Sometimes it's very strict. So think about our mother. Mothers are very compassionate, forgive all things. But father's love is very different. So our third, the Dharma master said, two bodhisattvas, they always raise us, the bodhisattva of adversity and the bodhisattva of favorable, favorable conditions. So whenever we meet some challenging situation, why don't we think this is the very opportunity, precious chance to purify our karma and overcome the test so that we can move forward. So at least that starts from paying back to our, the grace of to our parents. Thank you.